This, 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 this is mythical. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And I'm Nagging Home Five. And today, <laughs> oh yeah, it's spooky season, guys. We are yeah. just a few days from Halloween. The countdown begins. The countdown begins. We're at Mythicon. Yes. We're so excited to meet many of you. Um, some of you could be flying on a plane right now to come to Mythicon. Some of you driving. are. That's okay. You can enjoy driving as well. You could be on a train, a bus, any of those things. Uh, for those of you who are not coming to Mythicon, we still love you. And this oh, podcast yeah. is still for you because we're trying to get you into the spooky, creepy mood of the season by talking about some of our fears today. Yeah. <laughs> in a happy you know, way. <laughs> in a happy way. I will say I felt like in and in, in thinking about what we were going to talk, what I was going to share today about fears, I felt like, well, I feel like this whole show has been about me sharing my fears yeah. in some way or the other. So like, what else? What else can I share? Yeah. What else can you dig in on and, can and I analyze dig in about on, yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Like we've talked about the bears Oh, rats. Yeah. We've talked about like, you know, fear of disappointing parents and Mm -hmm. all sorts of fears. So I'm excited to hear what you're From bears to to rats to parents. parents. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm excited to hear like what you were able to bring, bring to the fore. But how was your weekend before we get into that? Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say. Well, what I've been doing all week is I have uh, my notes app open and I've just been jotting down things as they come to me that I'm that I'm afraid of. And the list is long. OK, I feel like that's a really difficult, bad exercise to do for like your mental health. Yeah. <laughs> you have hated on me for talking about the Gaylor theory for too long. So I want to I want to rest assured today we will not be talking about Taylor Swift or oh, thank camping God. out on anything. <laughs> Plus, by the time this is out, she'll already be out, so it's fine. <laughs> but I had a, a BFBA-related weekend in some ways. Because really? guess who was in town? Lucinda Melvin. Oh, my God. Uh, <gasps> oh talk my God. about fears. Art, talk art about school fears. Art, art school, school boy? Art school boy. Oh, my yes. God. How is he? Yeah, so he. I haven't seen him since 
college, I think, Whoa. or like it's been a minute. And um, do you he, guys keep in touch? Not really, no. Okay. And 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 his um sister, I guess, moved to L.A. And so he texted midweek and was like, "I'm going to be in L.A." And so I was like, "Let's get brunch." And he was like, "Yes, that's the most uh, important gay meal of the day," which I agree. <laughs> um, and so we uh. We we had had a time together, but the fear that was unlocked for me is that mm. he insisted at the end of my kind of like east side parade of brunch and drink places that he wanted to go. Um, and I'll leave it a little bit loose. I don't want to name anything, but he wanted to go to a West Hollywood restaurant bar that has been <laughs> featured on a reality TV show that I have not seen a second of in my entire life. And did he want to go to see? Oh, you're can guessing. I guess? You're can guessing I guess? after I said I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Is he into like Vanderpump Rules? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh Nailed God. it. Nailed really? it. Nailed it. And so Art I, boy, I miss you. <laughs> I find myself like you know, not forced. Force is too strong of a word, but kind of forced to go mm-hmm. at the end of this long day to this bar with him. I am terrified of the West Side. <laughs> I'm terrified of West Hollywood. <laughs> I hate it. I don't know why. There's something that I really hate about it. I'm terrified of like just the situation I was in at this particular like reality show restaurant bar unlocked this like deep-seated fear I have of going west of like La Brea (laughs) or Fairfax. Like there's a line for me where I'm Mm. okay and then I cross Mm -hmm. over to the other side of LA and I I become frightened of everything. Yeah. Um, is it like the way people dress? Is it the way? Like, it's what just, is it? That- it's a different. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's just mm-hmm. a different like scene where where weight is given to things that I don't give weight to. I see. That yeah. paired with having consumed a lot of alcohol, I think, really escalated things. I just felt yeah. like out of my. You know, out of my Element. general area. Yes, yes. Well, did he did he like it? Unclear. He did see okay. two celebrities at one of the East Side places that I also had no idea who they were. So I felt yeah. like I'm doing my duty of like bringing you to places where you see celebrities yes. that you right. you like. I also brought him to um, a, a gay leather bar, which I also felt oh. like I was giving, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end, it was I was left with the the fear of the West Side. So I put West Side down on my my notes app. Oh my god! So that's a, if any indication of the type of fears yeah, we're going to be going, going through today. We can cross West Side off the off the list. Man, my, well, my my weekend also brought up some fears. But this t- th- this fear has to do with um, a future conversation that I have some uh, anxiety about having. Okay. And that's the conversation I think lots of people might have, you know, fear of having, which is talking to your kids about where babies come from. Oh, this is like okay. a real future conversation we're thinking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. this is future. This is, I'm always thinking 10 steps ahead, right? <laughs> 10 steps, <laughs> like, 10 years, sure, yeah. <laughs> So I was having dinner at my um, at my sister's place, and and her and her um, children, her two nieces that are four years old, your two nieces, were yep. sitting. Yeah, uh, they're her, her kids, daughters, her kids, your nieces. and my yes. nieces. Okay. <laughs> Good. 
I actually did um, a lot of skin to skin when they were born. Oh. And so I feel very bonded with mm-hmm. them. So sometimes they're just my kids and her yeah. nieces. <laughs> I'm glad the skin to skin happened when they were born. Continue. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Okay. So somehow this question came up of like, oh, where do babies come from? And I I was kind of like, oh, haha, this will be so cute to see them like think about it for the first time. Uh, and no, these girls had a tight answer. They had a tight answer. They said, when sperm meets egg. I'm confused. You asked them where babies came from? <laughs> yeah. I asked them. It was. It made sense this in the conversation. The, this is the chaos that you're inserting into your sister's life is oh asking at the Wait. dinner table where babies come from. Let me remind you, my sister, Dr. Nas, loves to talk about the vagina, <laughs> loves to talk about the woman's reproductive okay. system. So like, like past this the is salt, normal. Past the vagina. Yeah. 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 Talk. Okay. So it's like, where do babies come from? Cute, cute little story. And in their little English. American accent, they said, when sperm meets egg. They have a they have a British accent? Yeah, their dad's English. And they have one. They have one. Yeah. <laughs> That's like when kids have um Peppa the Pig English accents from <laughs> watching the show. Like they just yeah. like absorbed it from they their absorb dad. It. They absorb okay. it. Yeah. All right. Have you ever heard a clearer answer for how That's pretty children direct. are made? Sperm meets egg. Yeah. I had to I mean, I did a double take one because I wasn't expecting the biological, like the real answer one. And then, I I mean, apparently this is something that they just had asked their mom and dad of the course. other day. And so uh, kudos to my sister and, and her husband. They just, they gave them the facts. Yeah. And that was it. Did you expect anything less? I mean, they're going to have to ask about waxing soon. And we know your soon. sister knows some <laughs> answers about that soon. <laughs> I know my sister's going to give them as a soon recommendation. As they reach five, five years old. It kind of sounds like the tagline for a movie, like when when sperm meets egg, meets egg. you know. <laughs> um, and also, they could have worked on like inserting the R into sperm, so that would be a good note because you said yes, when sperm meets spam. egg, and I feel like if they could s- work on point. sperm. So when you yeah. go back for dinner the next time and you ask yeah. again, just. Back and forth on sperm. Yeah. Sperm. Sperm. You know, sperm not yeah. spam. Spam. I love, yeah. That's Man, the spam. I don't, I don't remember getting the baby talk or the sex talk or anything no. like that from my parents. No. But I just know that people have horror stories from it. And it's like tons of misinformation. There's no stork. There's no stork. There's no bird that And how would that, that be comforting? Like, that sounds terrifying. As a little child, if you're like, well, <laughs> yeah. actually, a giant bird flew you in. Like, okay. I mean, these days it would be like, a drone dropped you off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. Okay, oh, so your, your fear, your first fear on the list is the fear of talking to your children about sex. It was a fear, but now... You'll just have your nieces do it. <laughs> I'm gonna, exactly. I'm going to delegate that responsibility to my very eloquent nieces. Okay. Well, what's on your? What else is on your list? Okay. Do you okay. Go? I can. I can start off with a current fear of mine that's okay. not not yet been resolved, which is I'm generally a f- fearful of being scared. I am fearful of being <laughs> like in a frightened state. And is specifically, that allowed? is that allowed? Well, I don't look. Uh, I think loud? it is. No. <laughs> your first so, fear. Your first fear, fear is 
of having fear. You have a fear of having fear? And okay, that's I'll what get, the first fear is? I'll get specific. I'll get specific. So I have a fear of getting startled or being startled. It is completely different, okay? Guys, you know, for those of you listening, thanks for continuing to listen. I'm going to just I just need to let these ladies know Okay, we're having a conversation, so you just have to have open mind. You just have to okay, trust okay. that maybe Tell I'll provide me. some details because a it's a real of fear. Being startled. <laughs> startled. Okay. So remember when we talked about the horror films and like why they're scary? Yeah. One of the elements of why horror films are so scary to me is like when that boot moment happens when somebody like, like the jump jumps. scare. The jump scare. Okay. okay, you're you're afraid someone's gonna like pop around a corner. Pop, like yeah. something's gonna make you jump. It's the fear of the jump scare. Is that better? That's better. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. (laughs) So as a kid, I was regularly called um, Shaytun, which in Farsi- Shulamit. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out we both have Hebrew names. Um, So it's called Shaytun, and it's a Persian word that's derived from the word uh, devil. Okay, so it's like a cutesy way of saying you little shit, you little, (laughs) (laughs) you little troublemaker. I was super playful. Okay, so everybody called me Shaytun, and one of the reasons was I loved hiding behind the couch, (laughs) hiding behind a wall, and jumping. Yeah, I love scaring people. So I mean, it didn't matter like how old you were, what what if you were a boy or it didn't matter who you were. I wanted to scare you. I yeah. even, I think, scared my grandpa at one point. To okay? see the reaction. You liked I that moment. I Yeah, okay. Of them being scared and then realizing it was just me. And so, oh, it was just so thrilling. But I had to stop doing it because I couldn't accept what I was giving. Okay? I could not be scared oh, when it was by done other to people. You, you when it was like done it. to me, okay. it, was, it was terrifying. I was like, I was just so scared. I would get really scared and then exhausted by that fear. <laughs> I would be like, oh, okay, we're done. Guys, you didn't have to do it back at me. <laughs> you didn't have to do it. So I had to just stop doing it wholesale because I wasn't, I was like, okay, if that I. That's very uh, measured and mature of you to have that response. Thank you. Treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, the golden right? rule. The you apply that rule. to every moment of your life. Okay. So like, what was this time period of scaring people to not scaring people? Oh, okay. So I think, I mean, this is definitely happening in my preteen years. So let's oh. say from like ages, from young age to like, I don't know, I think I was doing it up to 10, 11. Okay. A good period of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a time where it's appropriate to be that person doing it. So I think I kind of grew out of it at an okay. appropriate age. <laughs> but it just got me thinking about like, in general, anticipation Yes, uh, is something that is scary you know right children's games always freaked me out are um hide and seek there's something that like every time i hid i was like i have to pee so bad right now (laughs) and i don't even physically think that was the case but there was something like about like okay someone is trying to find me and like this fear inside of you something happens to your body where it does make you want to pee it's like when you're nervous you go up to speak on a stage or something it's like well now I gotta pee my pants oh there's other things I'd like to do (laughs) you know for those nerves but and then the other thing um 
tag. Whenever someone was chasing oh, yeah. after me, yeah. I was like, my fear is like, and and I'd have to tell myself like, what do you think happens when they catch you that you're right. so you try to be afraid logical. of? But like, <laughs> I yeah, that that like anticipation that someone's gonna find yes. you or catch you, I totally get. It's scary, and you can't. I I think it's like impossible to think logically when you're scared. Yeah, that's a good right? point. Or when you're like, and like, because here you're like trying to tell yourself like. Okay, they're just gonna tap me on the shoulder. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you're like, no. Yes, yes. I absolutely. I, I, did you see? Did you ever watch the Ellen Show when it was on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has this thing where she will scare her yes. guests. Yes. Oh my god, that is like a worst nightmare. You know what? On the list of things that she's done, again, I don't think that that's at the top uh, of the worst. Um, I didn't say it me. was the worst, but. But it is something I when I would watch, I would be like, fucking A, if she if she what am I saying? If she ever did that yeah, to if me. If she ever does that to <laughs> if me. If Ellen ever scares me, <laughs> she doesn't know what's coming for her. But okay. you do laugh at the people that get scared. It's like when I I think I told you in third grade they'd pull me aside and, and said you can't laugh at people when they get hurt. It's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's so funny. Like it's so funny. It's the same thing, laughing at people that oh, get scared. That get I'm scared sorry. get anything. I think I though have passed this this skittishness off to to Kishmish because man you like move the chair a little bit he's Aww. laying down you walk a little too heavily and he's like hmm? <laughs> Ringo's also uh, a little Is bitch he? yeah <laughs> my my fears list it's not the same kind of fear like that's it's not this like right, uh, yeah. physical deep seated thing mm. cuz like the first thing just on I'm and I'm just going to go in order but the first thing on my list that I jotted down was period underwear it it's a is fear or a discomfort. frightening to me. Uh, the idea of it is frightening to me. Is this like the thinks? I those y- things. Yeah, there, I think there's multiple brands. Yeah. Have you have you worn period underwear? I've I've worn. I have one pair of thinks. That is terrifying to me. That is terrifying to me. Does do they work? Uh, I, <laughs> without getting too gross, I have not experienced it in a heavy flow mode. I'll just say that. Yeah, I can't. I don't trust Mm. them. I don't trust them. I fear that they don't work. Mm -hmm. And I'm worried about the number of women (laughs) out there wearing underwear like this and what happens. I don't, the fear. I would I would categorize it as the I love, fear so, of things you're coming so out. Generously using the term fear in this moment. The, the fear, fear. Oh, get, get freaking underwear. ready. <laughs> I fear period okay. underwear. I fear unnecessary um things coming out. I I just don't want things coming out. Yeah. Leaking. Same token I was thinking. Well, opposite side of the co- coin. I fear bidets. Yes. Because I don't want things going in. Oh, that's There's an in and out. Yes. uh, Unexpectedly. Or like, I just (laughs) like, there's something terrifying to me about a bidet. I agree. Almost the opposite way of period underwear. But they kind of live in the same like area. And we have bidets in the bathroom here. And I can't do it. I can't Mm -hmm. do it because in my mind... That spray could go freaking anywhere. That's it's gonna what go, scares it's me. It's going to go up your up your back. Yes. You know, it's going to go around the room. That's the mess. It's gonna, it's, it can it, make it a can mess. Shoot out the front. Yeah, 
I have a fear of making a mess. mess. That's why I'm afraid of bidets. Like, I don't want that to... Can you imagine no. the person comes out of the bathroom, your bathroom, your office yes. bathroom, and you see yes. a wet stain on their lower back. You're like, well, that exactly. bitch did not know how to use that. <laughs> exactly. So yes, I think in both instances of the period mm. underwear and the bidet, it's a fear of mess. Because <laughs> it could it, it could be a mess in multiple ways. They're both messes down below. But I'm terrified of both of those things. Okay. I think that's totally fair. I, I I mean, I could keep going, uh, you know, because the next thing on my list thematically doesn't really fit with those Let's two. But I'll I'll, just, I'll top it top it out there. <laughs> I'll bottom it right out there. Uh, using the wrong form of there. Okay, I'm just I just want to stop you just for one second. Okay, <laughs> I am sorry. Is this going to be like a list of things Stevie just dislikes, or is excuse me? Afraid? Not of- all of us can be scared of being scared. <laughs> um, some of us. <laughs> Have fears of other things. <laughs> is this so, the fear of I, you, you incorrectly using there? Yes. Okay. The All fear right. of me incorrectly okay. using there. I'm very good at using the various different forms of mm-hmm. there. But sometimes if I'm in yeah. a rush and I'm slacking something or I'm texting something, mm-hmm. the wrong there will slip out. Yes. And it terrifies me. And on Slack, you can edit your message, yes. correct yourself. Oh, but on text, you have to send like an asterisk situation. Uh, and what I will not do is I will not let the there stay there. That is the incorrect Yeah, you there. need people to because know. Because if you send me the incorrect there, I'm judging the shit out of wow. you. And so I have this fear. I guess we could step back. I have a fear of people judging the shit yeah. out of me as I would them. Golden rule. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that um, I think that's valid. Fair. Fair. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, I mean, I can, Fine, back, I can, back to I can, you. I can give you something like to to be afraid to of. be afraid of. <laughs> I can give you something like I feel like in a similar level of casual, which is okay. I have a real fear of knocking my side view mirrors off when I'm driving. <laughs> I've got kind of bad depth perception. Has this happened to you before? Have you knocked no, them off? No, but I'm always afraid that I'm going to be a little bit too close to a car. So whenever I'm driving, I'm like 
just hyper conscious of my window, those little, what are they called? Side view mirror? You'd have to get really close to a car, though. This is like compact parking when you have a big oh car. Oh my which gosh. Sounds like an Atlantis Morissette uh, <laughs> lyric that she put It's like compact <laughs> parking when you have a big car. Yeah, I would. I have never hit my mirrors. I have scraped a, my car against another car in a compact parking space. And I think maybe that has something to do with it. But like I need a three foot diameter from all angles for me to feel like yeah. I am yeah, I, I have enough space to drive. What is it about the mirrors versus the rest of your car? The mirrors are like <laughs> little little hands. Like I don't, you know, like I can I have a sense <laughs> the of the body. Of the <laughs> I have a sense of the body. But these two little T-Rex arms that are sticking out, like I don't know what they're gonna do. And it might be like I'm afraid of other people being too close, but I hate being in super tight places. Or let me rephrase it. I have a fear of being in tight places. Um, yeah. Maybe you'll take me more seriously if I just say fear. I like tight places. <laughs> I knew that was good. <laughs> wow. It's great when it's great when <laughs> Logan's like, I'm waiting for it. There you Listen, go. <laughs> I've been with straight women too. I, I like loose places as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was good oh god okay a fear of knocking the mirrors off your car okay i can see that i have seen i've i've well one do you have the mirrors that uh rotate in when oh. the car parks and then oh yeah. yeah that is probably that's such a nice feeling i can fold or unfold the side view <laughs> mirrors and also when we when I reverse, it kind of... Don't give too much away. <laughs> it kind of, this has nothing to do with my fear. Now I'm just giving you features of the car I drive. <laughs> the horsepower is great. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that commercial? There's a commercial for uh, a new Audi, and I guess you can do like light design and there's this kid who's sitting in the passenger yeah. seat and the mom is like out in front of the car and the kid's like going through the different like light design feature and the mom is like mm, I don't know let's try it again <laughs> and it's like oh this mom has so many light design choices she can't figure out what she wants on her $125,000 Audi that's parked in this it's like mansion's driveway on the shore like it's so and it's like isn't this relatable is the light an inside light? I couldn't also tell. Oh. It was like little, like little lights on the like you know they have like the like side light and so like these the, are outside. Yeah, it's I, like I don't know. it's on the outside. It's not like yeah. the the she's she's on the outside looking at the kid inside the car doing. Well, this thing. is just like, like one what of kind these of like fucking rich ass <laughs> people things. Is it, it looks like, like they watched not relatable. Too fast, too furious, and got some ideas for what like <laughs> cool cars can do. <laughs> I yeah, I just for my lighting design, I'd like the lights to be on when they should be on, and then be off when they should I be off. I think really, you want some lighting it. gels, really? If outing, <laughs> I do. We can go back to the lighting gel conversation. Um, okay, you you started off the conversation by saying you have a fear of telling your kids about sex. I just have a fear of kids. I thought you were going to say sex. Okay, fear of no. kids. Yeah, okay, like, let's let's yeah. talk about that. Well. Okay, you've seen the TikToks where the kids say things that are just like unintentionally creepy about like my friend so and so that lives in the corner and like you know there's <laughs> oh, like all these imaginary kids that have friends. like legit yes like legitimately creepy mm. you know ghost things but I'm also like scared of kids like they're boogery freaking mm. like 
slobbery cells. Mm. Like the germs around a kid and them touching you, terrifying. Wow. There was a kid at um at gay brunch the other day, just like ah! Ah! and it's just like that's that is scary to mm. me that you could think that that was okay. Everything about a kid scares me. Conversing with a kid, I don't know what you want me to say to you. Oh. Like grow Man, up. Kids, you know? kids also are unfiltered. So it is scary to have a conversation. Like the truth hurts. When a kid gives you the truth, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sudi, I'll like ask uh, my niece like if if I can have something right in their house. And she just looks at me and she says, no, thank you. It walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I felt shittier. She's polite. Never have I felt shittier. I'm like, I can't have a fucking snack. (laughs) <laughs> from from your yeah. from yeah. No, no thank, thank you. you no thank you you cannot um another thing that scares me different level but people seeing that I've watched their Instagram story <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is but I you don't like people to know that you've given them any attention <laughs> yes. oh my god I wow. avoid watching ninety nine percent of all Instagram stories. Because I don't like to be tracked. I don't like people to see what my own social media behavior is. When Instagram had the whole, which they I, they probably do, like, which photos have you liked thing? Creepy. Mm. Twitter has that. I You have to be conscious of what you, what you like. like and what yeah. you do. I So I, I have a fear of people knowing that I, because this is what it is. I don't want to have to take action on what I see. I want this to be a passive experience. Sometimes I'm not going to like an Instagram photo. It doesn't mean that I don't care or that whatever. But now I have this pressure (laughs) of and, and, and it also like affects IRL interactions with people when it's like, am I supposed to acknowledge that I know that you had a beer at this bar last weekend mm. because I saw it on your Instagram story. And now we're supposed to have this conversation where I'm like, how was that beer that <laughs> like, you I mean, had like, that I clearly to. saw <laughs> on your Instagram story? Like, I just, it's weird to me. It like still, it's like mm. how you're supposed to interact with yeah. someone. And then it's like, if it's a, if it's an action, if it's a friend of yours, I don't mind if it's like, an ancillary situation. But if it's a friend of yours, I feel like I have to like take some kind of actions. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you go girl or like, I I like the way that you are picking that flower or like, it just, it seems weird to me. Like I'm not saying anything, but I'm clearly like watching you. And then you're watching me watch you. I don't like it. Does this mean that when you post anything, you are really actively looking at who liked your stuff? Yeah, totally. Totally. Not liked. That's a good point. Not liked, but uh, but watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So when you see who has watched your story, what is your thought process? What are you thinking? That's a very good point because I'm not thinking like, well, so-and-so needs to be bringing this up <laughs> in real life when I see them. <laughs> but it's also, um, you know, I do a lot of like promotional yeah, stuff yeah. on my Instagram story. I've kind of like... I don't do as much mm-hmm. like real social stuff yeah. on my thing because then I then I feel the pressure to document everything and that if I'm uh, not documenting yeah. it, that it's yeah. bad. So like with Art School Boy, I think he posted something on his story. I don't even in social interactions. I, I don't 
do any social media because then I don't feel the pressure yeah, to, of mm-hmm. them like thinking like, oh, am I not good enough to go on your story oh, or whatever? I just mm-hmm. don't. I've refrained from all yeah. of it. And also I kind of get creeped out if like I'm posting something and, um, you know, in real time and then like someone's watching it that I don't really yeah, know. Yeah. And like, is there a well, privacy? There? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, that pressure of like people wondering like why isn't she posting this yeah. thing it's like because i don't post i don't post right. anything because i don't want that you know and also like the whole like i'm at a concert and by the way i haven't watched your instagram <laughs> stories so <if> you <laughs> you're at a concert i'm sorry but i just don't do that anymore either because i'm like okay i'm gonna be here in this moment and like part of the reason that i used to post those things on social media is because i did want people to know what i was mm, doing mm-hmm. and like because i did fall into the trap of like you know, like, look at, look at all the things I'm doing. Yeah. And then like, mm-hmm. you know, some time ago, I was just like, why am I doing yeah. that? Like, mm-hmm. why am I posting, like, look at what I'm doing? Totally. Like, I don't want anyone to look at what I'm totally. doing. Totally. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's a really hard balance because there's part of it that's like, I want to share with people I know the things that are going on because it's fun too. And this is how we're keeping up with each other. And then it's very yeah. quickly, it gets into the, well, now I'm sharing with people that I don't know who I'm not going to speak with, what I'm doing. And they can then extrapolate whatever they want from that experience. And you're like curating in in such an interesting way. It's just a mind fuck, all of it. And so Mm -hmm. that's what frightens me. And one other quick one, because I have such a long list. I do think this is relatable. (laughs) Making a doctor's appointment. Making a doctor's appointment scares the shit out of me. That's because it's so badly done. It's you, you you can't like the reception and the yeah it's yeah. just it yeah. is different for every provider. Yeah. Well, it's also it taps into this I think I think it's squarely a millennial fear of doing like everyday tasks. There's some kind of um block in like yeah, in in doing things like making a doctor's appointment or like uh interacting like <laughs> listen. I am on back-to-back meetings with, with you know, in, in quote, important people every single day and having, like, large conversations and doing all this stuff. Picking up the phone to call the doctor is – it just instills a fear in me. And it doesn't make any sense because, like, why can't I talk to the receptionist to schedule a doctor? Yeah, you want to know if your but doctor has, like, a slack forever. that you can join. <laughs> be like, can I just – Yes, yes. I, just I would like to you? just email yeah. you. And uh, yeah, so I yeah, those types of errands I d- give me so much freaking anxiety and yeah. I don't fully understand why. I feel like we're doing a really good job of making this episode super spooky, super halloweeny. <laughs> <laughs> Really getting people in the mood. I mean, are we going to talk about things that like were actually legitimately? Yeah, you guys are like, adults. Paralyzed right. by? No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to manifest that. I'm not going to think. I'm not going to spend any time conjuring up negative energy thinking about like the future and what I'm scared of. So you will get that I'm scared of making a doctor's <laughs> appointment. Thank you. All right, I have a fear that I think is. More, it's away from like the fear of administrative things and logistics. It's a fear of drowning (laughs) and a fear of floating away in space. I think of these things very similarly. It's like this sense of like, it's all floating, you know, it's 
You're floating and you Sink can't it. breathe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Asphyxiation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you elaborate on um like what situation you'd be in in which you would float away in space? <laughs> because that one feels yeah. a little, I'm very aspiration. Like a I have aspirational fears. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these are like these are very common if I think about like real fears, these are common ones because what okay, so from the drowning the drowning one comes from the fact that I'm not a great swimmer, period. Okay, I can okay. swim, I can float, but like my dog and I swim the same way, right? We're, <laughs> we're both doggy paddling and that's it. And so I feel like there's this fear of like, well, if something goes wrong, I don't know if I can save myself. Yeah. And the, the, the drowning part of it's like once you're in the ocean, it's dark. There is oh, so I, I much unknown. Oh, I think the unknown. ocean broadly is very Yes, scary. we have talked the, the about ocean, that. The expanse of Ooh. the ocean, the depth of the ocean, every... Because the other thing is that, like, you could be a good swimmer and still be very frightened of drowning because you could be stranded out in the middle of nowhere in the ocean and you can only swim for well, so great. long and you can only so float So this fear has so just been... Yeah, <laughs> escalated because I'm not a good swimmer and I'm also fear <laughs> af- uh, afraid of the the unknown the ocean and I don't know if you watched um, this amazing documentary it was called my octopus tell me my lies. octopus teacher <laughs> yeah. oh yeah I you know I wa- I watched the trailer it is so times. good yeah. I highly recommend it but it's basically mm-hmm. the story of this documentarian who goes into the ocean in search of an octopus and he forms a relationship with an octopus but this whole yeah. time it's he has all this Not great like the dolphin relationships yeah <laughs> he's going into the darkest water okay and it's like he's it's lonely there's like not that many things around you don't know what's going to swim out from the kelp Mm-mm. right Mm-mm. so there's the jump scare no. moment there there's a jump scare but i felt like this is a I'm so glad we <laughs> taught you that term today you know me too i'm gonna be <laughs> overusing it as a result but <laughs> oh yeah so he's going he's looking for the octopus and i don't know if he intended for his film to be like suspenseful but I mm-hmm. found myself so scared the whole time like, because yeah. I think of those elements of the darkness that you alone and the like who's going to come out. Well, and also you're not when you're in that state, it feels like you don't have all your wits about you. Like you're you can't breathe in the same like optimal way that you can breathe uh, not in the right. water. And you're you're like. Uh, I mean, not that I mean, maybe you could punch someone really hard. <laughs> sure. But like your ability is limited yeah. in the water, too. So you like you feel like defenseless. And then also a really big thing for me is the way that the ocean sounds, especially oh, like when you get to a like certain muffled? depth. It really freaks me out. Ooh. Yeah. Like like everything like sound travels differently oh, yes. in water, so everything just sounds different. Oh so all those like can't breathe, can't see, can't fight, can't hear all the like, all the normal ways I would normally kick ass. I can't <laughs> underwater. Yeah. I'm gonna hear you right to the, <laughs> the floating away one. Is I'm surprised you haven't had this fear. I thought it was kind of a common one. Of getting no, lost in I think space. it is again. Again, you're in more realistic fear territory. <laughs> Remember my 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 first thing was period. Yeah, underwear. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we're we're a little bit <laughs> we're far just apart. Going but like, in different yes, directions. I agree. But the floating on white space. It happens the same way every time. Every time I think about it, it's I 
I'm in, in a, space. You're yes, about I'm now? in outer space. Okay, okay I'm in okay. a yep. astronaut suit, a space suit. Sure. Okay, uh-huh. and yep. so also my hands. It's kind of like I can't put my arms down normally. I can't move around normally. But I have been okay. disconnected from the International Space Station. Okay, yeah. so there's this line mm-hmm. like a tampon string coming out of my body because I've been yeah. detached, and I'm just floating away floating away. Mm-hmm. It's not a violent, nothing violent happens. Like obviously in that situation, I would die pretty quickly. Oh no, something violent would. Yeah. But after, the fear is the just me lost. That's very cinematic. That That's like a trope that happens repeatedly in, yeah. in space. Where do you think this fa- fear came from? I probably like watch yeah. Apollo 13 or Gravity and, mm-hmm. it, and was reinforced. Gravity, <laughs> that one. Oh my God. But it's like the yeah. fear of... Um, Floating away in a vast expanse of nothing alone. Mm -hmm. That's the scary, like, Mm -hmm. how long am I going to be alone? There's also something, I think the difference between space and the ocean, which there's a lot of differences, (laughs) (laughs) but fear-wise, at least in the ocean, you can propel yourself, even if it's a doggy paddle. Yes. In space, you're just like... Yeah, There's, hello. You can't like, what, work you know, your way towards I would anything. I've never been in space, yeah. but yeah, it's like, have you ever had those dreams where you're trying to? Every time I run in my uh-huh. dream, it's like this, like weird, like I will run like once, twice, mm-hmm. and then I'll start floating a little bit, and I won't be able to run as fast. Oh. And that always happens to me in Interesting. my dream. That I'm like, boink, Ju- boink, just boink. in your dreams. <laughs> Yeah, no, in real life, what happens is I actually wouldn't know because I haven't run uh, any time in the recent past. Whatever. Running's bad for you anyway. Yeah, sure. Uh, I So, yeah, so I think that's not going overboard in a boat situation. Um, yeah, it's still kind of, of sense. aspirational, right? I'm not making it too real. No, yeah, yeah. Wow, but, but going but over I, in a boat, I, that's know, a good one. I have a fear one. of boats. That's a good, yeah. Because, like, boats can sink, and then then you're just in the ocean. So you so you won't get in one, or when you are in one? Is it, like en- is it no. enough to be a phobia? If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, there is that, like, part, like, you know how people are scared of flying? Yes. And, yeah. like, I don't know why, but, like, I'm just, like, I go to, like, the most logical place where I'm, like, why am I wasting my time being mm-hmm. scared of this? Because if it happens, it, it happens. happens. And yeah. like, I'd rather it just happen than mm-hmm. me spend time thinking about how bad it's going to be. Of course, that's not on my list. Of course, um, yeah. Because that seems too real. You've got something like a uh, fear of wearing stripes bigger. and polka dots at the same time. Oh, well, I do have the fear of wearing black and navy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is a fear because, listen, the older you get, the harder it is to tell if something yeah. is black or navy. Then you find yourself out in a public place. You can't do anything about it. And all you're thinking about is, I've made the yeah. wrong choice here. It kind of feels like a there, there moment where you're like, oh, everyone's going to think I thought that this was. Everyone's going to think. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, and Cassie and I have gotten into multiple arguments about if is something black or <laughs> navy. Uh, as she feels I'm consistently wrong. Yeah. And it has instilled this deep fear in me that I'm going to walk out and it's going to be embarrassing. Um, but that wasn't next to my li- list. Yeah. And this is not in order, obviously. <laughs> Eggs that aren't refrigerated. Oh. It's very scary. But you know that that's... That's supposedly like a good thing. 
I understand. I understand there's a world in which butter can be left out. I understand the world in which cheese can be left out. I respect that all of those things are valid to some people. The idea of a warm egg (laughs) that has been just sitting out in room temperature is terrifying to me. Do you know what could happen? Like, you could get very sick. You could, you could, you could wind up in the hospital. You, are you telling me you would just eat a room temperature egg that's been sitting out uh, for a long time and you would have no remorse? It has been 72 hours since I had a room temperature egg made for me and consumed it. I, I'm here today. You live in a household where the eggs don't go in the fridge? <laughs> Not my household. I was at my sister's place. They do that. I don't know if it's like a And you it, asked Britishism. you asked if you could have an egg and your niece said, "Yes, thank you." <laughs> um Oh, it's a British household. That's why. The butter's out. Isn't the butter out? I think so. I think they leave everything out. Yeah. They leave every they want everything to be a little bit soft when you use it. Okay, well, if Dr. Nas thinks it's okay, maybe I can check it off my fears list. Well, I didn't say she eats the eggs. <laughs> she just- oh, she just lets her children eat them. <laughs> the people that she loves most, she lets eat the eggs. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, well, I think one that is also uh, uh, falls into my West Side category, I'll just briefly mention, and I understand this is niche, you'd have to be there, LAX, uh, the airport in Los Angeles, <laughs> freaking terrifying, freaking terrifying. Oh. Every moment you're in the car, it's terrifying. You're walking to get into a car, it's terrifying. You're walking through security, it's terrifying. Every moment in LAX is a nightmare. There is no world in which you have a pleasant time in LAX unless you're the type of person that designs your Audi and then gets into a private (laughs) lane, right? Celebrity rich people suite to get carted off to your private. This is why I say you need to get a private jet because this fear (laughs) is not worth ruining your life over. I'm feeling. I'm feeling like no one is legitimizing my fears today. I feel like everyone's brushing them off. How many times are Logan and I nodding and being like, yeah, yeah, that's scary. Logan is not nodding. I'm seeing her. I'm seeing her nod. We'll talk about them after. (laughs) (laughs) Logan has pulled up. feedback after the show. Logan has pulled up a list of therapists you could speak to after the show. (laughs) Uh, No, these are real. uh, I think that the LAX one is, for me, that one really brings up the fear of being late or missing a flight, Mm. which I feel like... Missing something, missing a flight. Whenever I go to the airport, that fear is so strong that I'm like, I have my ID ready to go when I step out of the cab. 
Like I want to yeah. be ready to go oh, into yeah. t- to, to the pre-check, whatever that line is, the security line. Yeah. As soon as I get out of the cab. brag there, but sure. Oh, yeah, yeah guys, yeah. for a nominal fee of $80 <laughs> every two years, Annually, two years. <laughs> you can walk yourself into a 30-minute line instead of an hour-long line. <laughs> Use code BEST. <laughs> okay. I've got, I've got one, one last fear for you. You ready okay. for it? Yeah. This is the fear of having to take a final exam for a class I didn't know I was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is also that, that, that's a, like nightmare. a nightmare. This is a big time nightmare that I still have more than 10 years after graduating from yeah. from an educational institution. <laughs> being being severely unprepared yes. for something. Yes. Oh my god. Mine's the I sh- I'm backstage and they're like, "Okay, you're on." Oh. And I'm like, mm, "What?" Well, I don't know what play this is. <laughs> and I don't remember how to tap dance anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so this oh, fear is a good fear on my list, the <laughs> fear of dancing. tap dancing. <laughs> yeah. So I have this stress stream Whenever, you know, whenever I'm like highly stressed, I will either have my period when I'm really stressed, it will just come out, or I will have this mm-hmm. dream. It will just come it out. Just come out. Especially come when I'm out not of your wearing period my underwear. period underwear. Yes. yes. And it's the same, it's the same like scene every time. I'm in this auditorium that I took a real final in, like an econ final that, uh, for a class I hated. I was so bad at it. And I'm always in this class and they're telling me that it's either like an advanced econ test or a science class. And every time I'm like, well, I can't use my words to like, I can't BS my way through it, whatever it is. And I was so plagued. I like, I like the broadness of it's a science class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and found out that um, the CEO of the last company I worked at, who was like a older man who you love yeah the, yeah yeah the one who yeah, yeah exactly the one yeah. i love he still has the same dream too his is not necessarily for it's it's for science just or being econ, unprepared but he has the college final for me there's also yeah. this one little added layer of shame that i needed to drop the class right like that like i want to in real, in real life, life that like the the class that you're referencing you needed to drop and you didn't and then i'm like i should have dropped it but then oh my god what does that mean if i'm dropping a class does that mean i can't handle it so there's just so many levels <laughs> of like terrible in here oh yeah man. the majority of your dream you're just sitting down thinking <laughs> counting is, on my so fingers exciting. <laughs> all the things that went wrong <laughs> You know what's weird is that that reminded me of a, a nightmare that I haven't had too many times, Ooh, but good. I do think that there's parallel in um, just the public school system. Mm-hmm. The idea that you don't know where you're supposed to go, <laughs> like you don't know where your classes are and you've mm-hmm. forgotten your schedule. That's the other like thing. What does that have to do with the public school? Because I always felt like, this is so <laughs> fucked, but I felt like there was like no one there to help you Oh, okay. That like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Was, like you're tossed yeah, into this. That student like, to teacher ratio you know, was not in your favor. <laughs> exactly. And like you're going, like for me, going from a school where I had 12 people in my class to 500 yeah. people in my class. And like Fair. you're in these this whole campus and multiple buildings with multiple teachers for multiple subjects and, you 
you know, and you're like, okay, at this time I have to be in this building in this specific room with this teacher, but I've never been on this campus before. Fend for yourself. So, you know, (laughs) exactly. So, like, I hope that I get there on time and no one gives a shit if I do or not. And, you know, it's my own problem. I saw, I don't know if it was a Reddit post. I was not on Reddit, but I saw a post uh, that uh, was like, we tried to help this freshman with their school schedule, and uh, it turned out we grabbed the schedule that they don't go to this school. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, oh, my God. That's so good. I'm thinking about to back to, like, how anxious I was in that oh, time period yeah. and how unsure of myself I was and how scared of everything I was. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I would die. I think I would just <laughs> melt into the ground. Like, what do you do? You're at the wrong fucking school terrible which brings me to my next fear which is not related at all to what we're talking about but i have a fear of of getting flappy underarms oh uh (laughs) i am i i know it's inevitable i am on my way there I think back to when I was a child and I'd like play with my mom's flappy (gasps) underarms and she'd be like, stop it. And I'd be like, why are you so mean? And if anyone ever, ever did that to me, I would feel terrible. But like, it's just, it's an inevitable truth. (laughs) I've seen, I mean, freaking J-Lo, who's like the most built like 60-year-old on the planet. I'm sorry, I don't know how old she is. Famously 50. She, I mean, anyone who's even like fit has the flappy underarm. It's just, it's just a a womanly uh, accessory. (laughs) But I... I'm terrified oh, of it. I don't know. And and someone on the internet already told me I had grandma arms, what? which uh, was really what? Re- yes, yes. Um but the the flappy underarm thing, like the tricep the tricep. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep those triceps thing. tight, you know? I mean, but this is the thing. I will say there's also a nice part of a flappy underarm. Oh? Yeah, I have really fond memories of my preschool teacher, Mrs. Grimsley. Funnily enough, her name was Grimsley. Yeah, like our high school. Mrs. Grimsley, all the kids, all the girls specifically at playtime would line up, would kind of like encircle her, okay? She was probably 80-some years old. She was so (laughs) old. So these are flappy, Old woman, okay? okay? And we would take turns. We would take turns jiggling her arms and petting her little gizzard. The little under oh, under chin area. Oh my god! Yeah, and she would totally indulge us, and we would be like, "Oh, we love you. You're so soft. <laughs> You're so soft." This is, and I, I don't think this is okay. It was so inappropriate. This is nightmare fuel. Like, can you re- ten think, little can girls you think this? Well, ten little girls touching jiggling an eighty year old woman's jiggly wrinkly parts. <laughs> And petting them oh, and going, you're so soft. I oh, it was it was so nice. It's such a happy memory for me. It's fucked up <laughs> in so many ways, but she gave us a lot of pleasure. Ew! <laughs> don't. She gave us a lot of pleasure. Mrs. Grimsley was a great teacher. Oh, <laughs> okay, I I just just two more very um quick things. They're they're related to each other. I'm scared of what waiters can do to your food. There is that period of time where they are alone or they are with people who support bad decision making because I understand it. Customer service is very terrible and I try and be as nice as possible to any 
anyone I interact with, period, but like could be having a bad day, could be having a bad day. And I don't know what I don't know what you what you could put in the food. Somebody could ask yeah, like, you know? uh, hey, is this natural wine taste normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know what a good wine director is going to do. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. You're right, though. You have to keep it polite. Keep keep it like impersonal or polite <laughs> yeah, so that they don't matter. spit. You do. Matter. They don't. They it's a, I mean, that does matter. I'm just saying anyone can have a bad day. Oh, just so because they're a bad day. Okay. That's like a me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then um, also another restaurant experience that I'm fearful of, and I hate to admit this because it is very telling of how far my education has fallen. I am scared of, and I know there's simple tricks, and I know how to do it, but when I'm put on the spot, calculating the tip and then adding it to the oh, total yeah. And if I've had a drink or two, mm-hmm. I feel as if everyone is looking <laughs> at me. Everyone's judging me. I can't do basic arithmetic. Oh, I can't. Yes. I can't do any of that. And then I and then I question myself repeatedly. And so I get that calculator out. I've gone to um, calculator. Yes. I've gone to unapologetically just like you know. Yes. I'm just going to do this with a calculator. Really appreciate those those checks that come that have yeah. the percentage with the it's already figured out. Like why don't they do that on everything? How hard is it just to have that come with everything? <laughs> but mm-hmm. man, the fear of calculating a tip uh, is is deep rooted. Really I will say yes to that. I will say yes to that. I will say yes to I that. I am carrying when the, the one. sperm meets <laughs> the egg. <laughs> I was at a, um, this is early on in my in my relationship with Zach. I was taking some, one of these like grad school exams and you had to do a lot of mental math. So he's really good at mental math. Like that guy can multiply any number that you give him and get an answer immediately. Mm. I cannot. That's hot. I can't. And so he was trying to help me. And one of these help sessions intersected with a dinner that I had with his mom and stepdad where the check comes. He's like, okay, honey, do the math. I'm like, honey, don't fucking bring (gasps) this up in front of people. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) I take it back. It is not hot. Oh. Oh, And I was like, what? You can't do that in front of people. No. In front of people, but also in front of your parents. (laughs) I know. know. Oh, honey, I know that you don't know basic (laughs) math. No. Oh, parents, like, it's a this great... is the girl that I'm with that doesn't know basic math. Look at this dumb girl I'm helping. Oh, <laughs> man. These were some good fears. Okay. These were well, some yeah, good fears. Yeah, I feel like we have we continue to learn a lot about each other, um, <laughs> who brings the meat of an episode and who doesn't. <laughs> but I'm glad I got some of these off you, my chest. Yeah. I, you know. And who knows? Maybe that will, the airing it out helps reduce the, the anxiety and fear. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I have I have a, a fun little uh, awkward, uncomfortable moment for you that has to do with oh, your great. one of your biggest fears, I would say. Gosh. Kids. Kids. Good. Kids. Okay. Okay. So normally, I would say if you're going to, if you are choosing to play with kids, engage in play. <laughs> Um, like with girls, my experience has been, I'm making, I'm making sure that you feel like you have agency. 
because you okay. are so triggered by children. Uh, okay. I feel like with girls, when it gets like rough, rough play is like screaming really loudly or they're ta- chasing you. It's like tag and tickling. Okay. When, okay. But with boys, it's fucking scary. Okay. <laughs> boys like do not hold anything back. Give me an I'm example. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was at a friend's house who has three boys. Okay. Three boys under the age of six, I think. Right. So it's intense. Oh. They're super sweet, so loving. But when playtime hits, oh, they are coming after you. And I was just taking the approach I normally do. I'm like, oh, you get a little bit physical. You like kick a ball with them. You like throw a ball. These kids were pelting me with whatever they could find. So like they had um, a teddy bear that we were playing with. And it, they weren't trying to toss the teddy bear at me. They were like throwing it at my face. So I felt yeah, like the, yeah. the, 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 the strategy was like, what can I throw that will hit your most sensitive place? Like what will destabilize you? <laughs> Where's the mom in this playtime? Like it's just you and three boys. And- and in this moment, she's actually just watching. <laughs> she's just oh, watching. That is the most awkward to me is, is the parent to child interaction when you're involved. And like it's not someone that you're close with that you can be like your kid's a fucking asshole. So she is a very good friend. And she was laughing watching us because I instigated the situation. I mm-hmm. like I started okay. it. So it was okay. it was on me in some ways. But I felt awkward, though, because I was like. I feel like I'm going to get hurt and I'm afraid of getting hurt. But like, I don't, yeah. how do I end this? This is really uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to play. You're doing that like fake laughter <laughs> yes. thing. Like, oh, yeah. you're so funny. Oh, what good aim you have. <laughs> and so what I end up doing is I end up like running and locking myself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Literally. Very adult response. They are all yeah. outside laughing and running, and I'm inside of a dark bathroom being like, you can't catch me. <sighs> Thank God I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing the quiet game. We're playing the game where I run away. <laughs> I'm going to count to 20. <laughs> Go hide. <laughs> so, yeah, I just like, I don't I know how to, that. I don't know how to. So, wait, what did your friend do in the in that instance? I mean, she eventually, she helped me. But this was like, this things escalate so quickly. So over 30 second period, yeah. like we go from like joking around to getting assaulted, really. Hurt. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, so is she like in this instance, she's like, okay, everybody, like let's, let's go do something else or we're getting a little rowdy. Yes. She does. Exactly. She distracts them. She, now it's like, okay, now move on to the next thing, guys. Nagi, like that's enough now. So she, she handled okay. it, you know, the way I think the only way you can handle it with like a pack of boys. It's interesting that you bring this up because Cassie's recently had the situation. You know, there's a lot of little kids in our neighborhood. She's right. really good with kids and she has relationships with all these kids and their parents. And I think I brought this up before. We've noticed like this like gentle parenting technique oh. that happens, especially in L.A. And sometimes mm-hmm. it results in some brattiness. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. And so how do you navigate Something that's said to you by a little kid in front of their parent that's like a really assholey thing to say, <laughs> or like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so she's been in these situations where it's like, you know, I 
you don't want to offend the parent. You don't want to parent of a course. kid in front of right. the parent. But then you're also like, why are you letting your kid Do be this. an asshole to me in this situation? It's such a fine, it's such a weird <laughs> It line. is such a weird line. And I have, I have come up with something because I've been in this situation a lot <laughs> where I decide, I've decided to just tell the kid how I'm feeling. So if they say something hmm. that's like mean or they don't want to share whatever, I was like, that makes me feel like I take Daniel Tiger it, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that makes me feel hurt. You hurt my feelings. And if a parent hears that, then like, I don't know, if they're not responding to you sharing that you have, <laughs> you feel hurt by that, yeah. then that's another problem. But I, I agree. Ugh. It's really hard to like not assume that you're on the same page with everyone that you're interacting with. Like yeah. you don't play by the and same And you don't want to give you like so. yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to teach someone a lesson <laughs> now. You know, like yeah. it's like yeah, it's so I I think that that's a good response because you can't say like there's no arguing with how you feel in that yeah. moment and how you're expressing your right. feelings. But like as soon as you're like you know, it's maybe not nice to play that hard. Then it's like, oh, you really? You're yeah, exactly. Hard or not? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, time out. I hate every every bit. Every bit of what you just said. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, we're going to find you a kid you love. <laughs> and I'm so excited to meet all of your kids yeah. in a day oh, this man. weekend at Mythicon. We're excited to see you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's Best Friends Back All Right. You can catch brand new episodes every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss an episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review. You can follow at Mythical Pods on TikTok for clips to share with family and friends. You can follow me at Nagin and Stevie everywhere at Stevie W. Levine. And of course, you can hear me every Monday through Friday on Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link at YouTube.com slash Good Mythical Morning. I'll see you there.